Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is a pre-podcast note from me, Howell. Normally I record this podcast into a very nice microphone. Turns out I didn't on this one. I thought I was, so I was speaking into a microphone on the other side of the room from my computer, which was actually recording me from the other side of the room. As such, my dulcet tones will be more akin to those of my uh, fellow guests, compadres, companions, and enemies. I apologise. Welcome to the Box Set Pod. This is a Walking Dead Season 8 special. Another one as we uh, comment on all of the episodes as they drop. Uh, This episode, as with the others, contains spoilers. You have been warned. My name is Howell. With me, as usual, is my compadre, Jamie, and... Uh, Matthew Wandless from London. Uh, hello. Well, I don't get a. I don't get an adjective. I just I get just my name. Feel Jamie's like a compadre. What J- am I? Jamie's, Chopped liver. Jamie's put from up with London me for over a decade, and I feel like that earns an adjective. And uh, yeah, what can we call Matt? Uh, all right, I'm relative just, stranger. Also Matt. There we go. Also Matt. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. I, you know, I just yeah. want something. You know, yeah. he's, he's been in an advert. <laughs> So, um, I have been an advert. Has that been on again recently? Has it? No, I'm asking, has it? Have you seen no. it? Oh, no, no. no I've not seen okay. it in months. Right. I think they cancelled that. You know, yeah, that. something Sorry. to do with the guy at the end. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jamie, what was the title of this episode and what number are we up to? This is episode seven. It was called Time for After, which is a really annoying way of saying a sentence. Yeah. <laughs> um, good. To begin with, um, is there anything that either of you want to say to me? First of all, I want to say this. I want to make it very clear. Yeah. Rick's plan yeah. was absolutely terrible. <laughs> and I'm going to walk in there. By myself to a den of like 60, 70 guys, and I reckon, I reckon, I reckon I'll get them on site. That was it. 60 or 70 guys who completely turned against us the The last time we had dealings. The big plan you both thought that he had was, I reckon. Yeah, and you know what? And Daryl's Daryl's like, Rick, Rick, that sounds like a really bad idea. Yeah, but it's fine. It's like, what, what sounds bad about it? Where is the yeah. what? Where are you seeing a negative in this plan? Yeah, and it's like, I'll be in and out in a couple of days. Yeah, I might, I might have to sit in a in a in a cargo cabin thing in my boxes for a few days, and she might take photos of me to sculpt me. But after oh. that, ah, oh, Rick, we really we really don't need. Well, I mean, uh, I don't see how you being in a cargo box for a couple of days is going to help. <laughs> Do you think this is a good idea? <laughs> <laughs> Daryl, chill. This episode Can could I have been know? called I Believe in Rick. That's what this episode could have been called. It was, do you put your faith in the leader, in his magic, or, or do you not? Certainly for those characters. <clears throat> but um, Experts, far, far, far more learned people than us, are going to look back on these episodes of The Walking Dead and go, what 
the shit happened <laughs> with this <laughs> fucking cabal yeah. of morons and, and yet turned what, up out of a truck. And yet what I'm, I'm what still not hearing is any form of apology from either of you now 14 days after the original claim, so... I'll just um, I'll make it easy. You know when you've got when you click a, 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 a what do you mean what? What, what are you on about? Oh my god! Last are you still talking about Daryl and Rick? Of course. I mean, as soon as you've apologised, that'll I'll tell you what. I'll make it easy for you. You know when you click agree to iTunes and you don't read the whole contract. I want you to just think of that for a moment. I spent last week seeking an apology from you both and listening back I realise that the apology didn't come and this <sighs> week's episode has only compounded things therefore I've written a sta- uh, hang on Hell, ha- hang on this is the iTunes right, contract on, on. Uh, I've written a statement for you if you agree you can simply say agree two podcasts ago we Matt and Jamie both uh, belittled dismissed marginalized patronized and poo pooed Howell when he made the claim I've already clicked cancel <laughs> <laughs> when he made the claim that Rick and Daryl had fallen out and we were now at cancel. cross purposes cancel we believed that they had had a brotherly falling out I believe is the quote but were still following the same plan together Despite our digging the following week, during which Matt claimed retrospectively a third option, that Daryl was working on a plan, but then would meet the others, and they then joined him uh, in, in, in his new effort to uh, backstab. Can I ask me. a question? Can I ask a question? So, um, nearly that. Um, oh, our claim... This is the point where everyone turns off the podcast. Our okay, claim in this episode has been further <laughs> proved wrong and we hereby wholly apologise for the aforementioned bullying, plus we apologise for the lack of an apology last week, thereby making it a sorry squared. Uh, do you both agree with that statement? Cancel. Click cancel. <laughs> right. Can I ask a question? Can I ask a question? Yes. Do you- at what point yeah. do you think Daryl decided to go back to the to Alexandria as part of his plan to take on the saviors by himself and I, go completely off book? I'm 100% certain that that moment was when he got on his bike and rode away from Rick. You just can't read a narrative. That's fine. It's, as, as it's I embarrassing said, that that is something you lack. The skill he just to do. he just found <laughs> as a person who hosts a, a podcast about box sets and the narrative and you know <laughs> talking about them in detail. Someone who completely lacks the ability How to do that. How can you That's say this? He was on his mission. He just bumped into what's a face who licks the lollies a lot and stuff. Who happens to agree with it? And Michonne, who wanted to go and see it for herself and all of that. I mean, that's just been played out in this one. He, they, but if that was the case, if Rick didn't believe that Daryl was going to go off and do what he was going to do, why was he so fucking shocked when he got up to the top of the water tower this week? Huh? Run that past me again. If Rick and Daryl were walking away from each other going, I hate you, I hate you, Rick, I hate you, Daryl, then yeah. why, did Rick be- why did Rick believe that it would be anything other than fucked when he got up to the top of that walk tower? Because he didn't That's a very th- good point, Howell. Well, because he didn't think Daryl would actually go through with something completely as stupid as he did. No. As far uh, as Rick uh, was right, concerned, as far as Rick was concerned, Howell, Daryl was sticking to the plan. Yeah. 
that is the truth and you saw that's but that the best. doesn't matter Matt, it doesn't no, matter what no, no, Rick that's thought the point. no but that's the point me and Matt were making right and with yeah. Daryl he was going away on his uh, as part of the plan he wasn't meant to stay with Rick at that point as he left on his motorbike he was leaving as part of Rick's plan in which case next week I will have to have prepared the clip of what you actually said Two weeks Fine. ago, and what you Fine. actually said Whatever. was that they, that they were both going away to work on the same plan. It doesn't matter what Rick thought; you oh. thought that they were both going away to work on the same <coughs> thing, didn't you? So, I mean, shall we start the podcast again so that we don't have ten <laughs> minutes of the same argument? Did, you, so you, you didn't. Where you that. just continue to be wrong? I'm not I wrong. I was right. From the I didn't listen to it. <laughs> Okay, this is going to be over very shortly. I'll just repeat what I just said. You, it's too late. Everyone's already switched off. <laughs> you said it doesn't, it doesn't matter what Rick thought. The argument that we had was that I said they have gone their separate ways. Rick tried to make light of it and say, hey, brothers don't get each other in headlocks. And Daryl went, I'm fucking going. I'm doing my own thing. Right? At that point, I said, and Rick, and Rick just said, going. Ah, that'll be fine. I'll just let Daryl go. It doesn't matter what Rick thought. Plan. It doesn't matter. It does. Yeah. It doesn't. Rick's, whether Rick's stupid They left or not. on a United, they left having agreed to part and, uh, and go and carry on with the plan. Daryl may have been thinking otherwise, or yeah. maybe he decided, maybe he, just, maybe he got back to Alexandria and then thought, you know what, actually, now that I've heard that terror is on my side as well, maybe Rick is wrong. But they left having talked it out and they were okay with each other at that point. They weren't. Rick said, we do it this way. And Daryl said, not me. His line was something like, not me, and rode off into the sunset. That was oh, the can crux we, of all of this. Rick, Can we agree to disagree and just try and talk about this week's episode can't, can't rather than you this. reaching and reaching? I'm I wish not reaching, someone would I'm write in and say I, that they agree with me and James. I, I am, wish that would happen. I am standing on what I said, which is Daryl I wish was going so fervently, and I'm going to canvas people. I'm going to make people listen to the podcast yeah. just so that I can come back with evidence next week. Come back with the evidence, but make sure that it's a clip of or what I'm gonna we said. Or I'm going to record snippets of people agreeing with me. Anyway, carry on. Can we please talk about this? <laughs> Well, there's only one way to end this, and it's just to apologise, and and that will happen eventually when I get. I'm just of constantly, repeatedly said. clicking cancel on the iTunes agreement. <laughs> I'm going to literally find a clip. So, um, let's see. So, Eugene, mortality, discuss. That's where we are with this. Well, first we had Rick in the box wearing pants. Didn't wasn't he naked? I'm sure we saw his bum no, well, last week. Yeah. No, I we thought... saw we saw torso. Yeah, we assumed it was no butt naked. Okay. We assumed that the bin dippers would do what the bin dippers do and strip him butt naked, but apparently... I mean, that, that just makes me hate them even more. They don't even follow through on being mental. Well, they leave someone with the pants. You know, I, I if you're going to sculpt someone, you, let, you get the cock out. But when he first <laughs> said, when he first said um, join us or die with such confidence... Um, I actually wrote down that I was ready to apologise to you both because I was in the wrong. I thought maybe I'm going to be proved wrong here. He uh, he has got an amazing plan. He wants to be locked in the box, and that's part of his plan. But it wasn't. It was literally join us or die. Oh, that didn't work. 
remarkable. That's the thing. Like, like back to the Daryl situation, you can completely understand why Daryl might have gone, okay, maybe they, I've got a better idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because literally everyone would have a better idea than that. Yeah, yeah, you know, any ideas, Barry. It's, it's a bizarre, and that's the so that's the opening. That was my initial thoughts. Mm. Obviously, the episode then focuses on Eugene. Yes. Um, so his thesis is yes. I, I forgot how him. much I liked Eugene. I forgot and how much character. I like him. Well, we, I, I think there's a lot to discuss here, but his thesis is yes. I'm Negan. That ain't perfect, but we we do protect people. Me being here means that others are safe. Your skullduggeries on the QT, unless you do anything to harm the people within these walls, which, which is, it's the crux of this entire episode because it's about in war when you've got those people in the middle who say, "I, I am," it's almost I'm a conscientious objector. I'm going to look after number one. I'm going to, um, maybe conscientious objector is wrong, but, um. But Eugene only turns against Rick and the gang proper when he sees that Daryl has driven the the bin in there. So it's that kind of converting people to converting people against you by not behaving in a proper manner. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. it's not just the crux of this episode. It's kind of the crux of this yeah. series, which is about mm, what are you yeah. willing to do to survive and what are you not willing to do. Yeah. yeah. And, and what and, what and this... how do you justify what you do in the end? And what this series has done really well at is it's actually balanced out the idea that Negan is the all-out bad guy. He's the all-out evil, terrible guy. He's actually, you do come to actually see, well, there's an actual reason for his way of thinking and his idea of society now. And you, you don't, they're not, it's just not necessarily as black and white as you might have initially thought. And they've done a really good job of like wrestling with that mm. idea that Negan is the big, evil, nasty guy with the baseball bat. But is it? I mean, you know, what, what do I, you think? I, I about actually, that? well, I was going to say, I think maybe it might have been a little bit more interesting if the Saviors hadn't been such dicks to everyone, yeah. like mm. all the time. If, yeah, if they weren't right, so yeah. constantly yeah, yeah. um, douchebags. Yeah. If if it had just been like, um, you, you know, when they first encountered Daryl and um, uh, Abraham and uh, Sasha, if they hadn't been like, we're going to murder one of you because that's how we do things. If they'd just like, been aggressive and kind of uh, whatever and they'd got blown up, then you could and then Negan had come back and that whole thing had happened at the end of um series 6 uh and into the beginning of series 7 where he felt like if that had been the moment where they decided to say we have to kill one of you after there had already been a scuffle an initial skirmish then i think maybe we'd be in a more interesting position but also they spent the entirety of series 7 building him up to be the ultimate villain mm. like the 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 the, the dispassionate nature of these murders mm. and the theft but it, like you, you could kind of understand it if it was just the the kind of iron fist rule yeah but it's the it's the random and cruel, cruel. and unusual executions yeah that, yeah it is cruelty that's right that's mm. what it is that, mm. that, that makes it unpalatable whereas I, I kind of feel like it might have been more interesting i'm not trying to say that this is shit or anything like that i really enjoy what's going on and it's great stuff but it might have been a bit more of a uh, whose side are you on here if they weren't yeah. quite so badly painted to be well, Yeah, and I think what the Daryl, what Daryl's decision has done has also driven this wedge now 
between, and it could drive a wedge between Rick's frac- faction of the of the sort of allies and Daryl's sort of uh, faction, and there could be a real civil war within their own group now, and it could be quite an interesting dynamic to see where Rick and and um, and Daryl's relationship goes from here, and how people side with the decisions that have been made. Yeah, yeah. I mean, be- what, uh, what what not to jump too far forward, but what did you make of that final shot, like of the empty courtyard? I didn't really fully understand what had gone on from that little one thing that Rick saw. Well, his his um, guarantee to the bin dippers was the sanctuary is surrounded a hundred deep by walkers. I'll prove it to you by showing you and what Daryl's done is it's moved all the walkers inside, but that, that also could appear like there are no walkers there. So the proof that he's displaying is not. Did you not get the sense from that sequence where Eugene was sitting, weeping on the bed and all you could hear was like constant machine gun fire that whatever plan he had come up with has actually already worked. And, the sanctuary is kind of safe now well that's quite possible but then the question again will be the at what cost thing won't it it's it's like okay let's say that this was let's say the walkers that that plan of daryl succeeds and you are left with a small number of people who have to follow you what they've seen you do is tantamount to what the alexandrians saw negan do they've seen you be a cruel um, leader to to their kind, and therefore, what is leadership worth it if what you have to do is become the thing that you hate? Well, that's interesting because uh, I mean, it feels like they've kind of gone in there without an end game in mind, particularly because a lot yes, of the conflict. That, I did have a problem with that. If like, no, 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 I don't mean Daryl. I mean right, the overall right. plan because like these these. This moment where they got all the prisoners, uh, the hilltop people got all the prisoners, no one really knew what to do about that. Mm. So I don't know what their end game was, whether they wanted to go in there and slaughter everyone or whether they um, actually did intend to kind of liberate the whole place and make it all egalitarian and lovely. Well, it's all, there doesn't that, seem to debate, have been a direct. Yeah, like it's almost like they haven't, that's the one thing they haven't decided. They've decided the A-team plan. Um, they haven't decided what to do in the follow-up of war. and, and well, they, No, they haven't revealed that, though, because we don't know. They, from everything we've seen so far, surrounding the sanctuary with zombies doesn't seem like there's an end to that, which is um, a, a, a truce. It seems like they intended to destroy them, wipe them out. Yeah, yeah. But, but then the, the debate between all, the, all, the, all of our side, all the factions... Uh, Jesus and Maggie and Morgan and everyone is this debate, isn't it? It's what what do you do with the civilians? Time for after. Mm. What do you do afterwards? Yeah, but no. What I'm saying is, it looks like from what they have already done th- thus far. I don't mean the Daryl stuff. I mean everything else. Mm. It looks like that that was their plan from the beginning was to wipe yeah. them out. Right. Yeah. And, and and it looks like Jesus is going off book by bringing back prisoners. Well, what is it the plan like then? Everyone's so, I mean, reaction is just like, oh, yeah, oh, I didn't so really think about that, having survivors. The only real insight we've got into that question is what Rick says to the bin dippers. So he says is that they're 100 deep. Together hmm. we can what? I forget what he says now. Is it is the idea that together we'll surround those walkers and then we're going to turn 
It's his idea. We are going to... Oh, oh, yeah, that's what he said. He said there are generals in there who will turn on Negan and side with us provided they can see a show of force that's strong enough. So he thinks that his way of doing it is that the people inside will automatically... You, you'll cause a revolution. That's his plan. Right, so they trap the men there until they rebel against Negan and exactly. take him out for them. Yeah, right, okay. yeah which is a great plan, and, it, and it's the old... I mean, this the writers know what they're on about, and there's lots of. I'm sure Jamie, with his history degree, can recognise the, the stuff right back from like the Dresden bombings and all those times when big displays against civilians have happened, and what that does to solidify support against you, versus things like the Arab Spring, which are um, where you, where a, a revolution is is in charge of the people. The people are in charge of the of the change. And Rick's Rick's approach is that latter approach, whereas Daryl's is no, we're going to kill the shit out of them all. And and the great thing is you can see, you really can see the merits of both because the saviors have been <coughs> such twats throughout. You you kind of do think well, Jesus is wrong. Um, if you don't take them out, they will they will take you out. They're, they're too far gone. They're too far brainwashed into being Negan and cruel and the things they've done they can't come back from. Yeah, it, it, it's one of those episodes... I mean, the problem for me with this episode is a lot like the last episode is it's all about building to a good episode. And it's it, it's these two last episodes are, are about the finale. They, they don't feel like on their own, they stand alone to me as episodes that really kind of have a great deal of uh, tension and drama in them. I know there's the whole hitting the compound with the truck, but it's all about the next episode, isn't it? So it's all mm. about the finale. I know what you mean, but I thought this was a better episode than last week's. Yeah, so no, this was... Bin, bin, bin dip and nonsense aside. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I just feel like they're setting stuff up, and that's what they've been doing for the last two episodes, this one a bit better than the last one. They're just putting pieces in places that are going to make it interesting for the next episode and for whatever comes later. And, and so for me, it's still like like Eugene. I know you you like Eugene, both of you, but I still feel like he's quite a weak character to put a lot of onus on for a whole episode. I could watch I him all day. Disagree. I could watch him I, all I, I day. I knew you both would, but for me, like his the way he talks. His his I dialogue, I, I find it a little bit too written. Like I, well, I can hear. Yeah. No man, he's he's a savant. You know, he's. That, 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 that's <laughs> well, his, he is. That's well, let's thing. talk about that because the actor was asked directly, "Are you? Does your character have Asperger's?" And he he was quite. He said, "Who told you that?" We've we we have discussed certain things about my character and what makes him up, but he he won't. Um, confirm or deny whether he's got Asperger's or autism, and ha- having worked. Well, I think it's kind of un- unimportant what he has. Well, I think it, no, I think it is important. Uh, uh, no, not that we know it, but I, but the more that you know about that subject, I think the more fascinating that character is, because for somebody with autism, the unknown is terrifying. The anything that is unpredictable or unknown is absolutely terrifying. So, how would somebody? whether he's got autism or Asperger's or whether he just thinks like that anyway, how would somebody, a character like that, survive in this world? Well, the the code that works for him 
and the thing that the only thing that can work for him is whatever leads him to be the most safe, the least terrified, and the least unknown. So he will he will stand with whoever has power, which is why he doesn't grass up um, Bernie Face at the end because he knows that there's a chance Bernie Face might win. So he's not going to drop him in it just yet. He'll only do that when it's a surefire um, uh, calculation. Mm. I, I just find his character just more and more fascinating. Oh, I've got a specific question about um, Eugene and the vicar scene, by the way. Um, so you had this really well-lit vicar scene and the light coming through the window. It was all religious. Oh, it was, that was great. Yeah. Was the red on Eugene's hand, A, because the vicar had red, red, red paint too, B, vicar giving him a signal on purpose, or C, blood from the vicar but Eugene seeing it as a sign from God in this religious scene about seeing the light you know what I have no idea I, I, just I, I watched that scene twice and I was like I don't know what the fuck just happened I, I, think I just took it as the, the fact that it it was he was he was he realized how severe Gabriel's illness was was probably gonna die oh, and so uh, simple, aren't you? that's oh, the way I look at it anyway I mean yeah, I just thought I don't he was know, going, I need, oh, shit. I need to watch it again. Well, he was saying, essentially, he was saying, which side should I be on? And the vicar held his hand, and there was a little bit of red which matched, matched the chess set red. And Eugene saw that as a reason to abstain from um, grassing up Bernie Face for a while. So Eugene was kind of winnable. He was about to be one round, and then Daryl drove the bin in, and he went, you've hurt people here, this is wrong, I'm unsafe. This is bad. Mm. Okay. Maybe. I mean, yeah, it's potentially. He, he already wasn't going to grass up Dar uh, Bernie Face anyway, Dwight, because he'd had that conversation with Dwight before we met Gabriel. Mm. So Morgan's so back. Was, Morgan turns up. He didn't just run off into the woods no. to uh, whittle some <laughs> spears. He, uh, he went to be he a went marksman. On a sniper hunt. Yeah. Can I just can I talk about my favourite thing in this episode, mm. which was the little montage of Eugene having an angst-ridden, um, drunken stupor moment with a bottle of red wine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I yeah, just found that really amusing. Yeah. Like normally, when you get that scene of someone like drinking, like, oh, oh yeah. my god. I'm drinking so hard. <laughs> you know, like, they've at least got a bottle of whiskey or something yeah. rather than a little glass yeah. of shit. I'll give you my favourite scene. When he when he tries to kiss Negan's hand, that's just... That was oh. good. That was very funny. <laughs> so we know that, that was hilarious. I mean, just... you know, what was great about that is that it's exactly what I would have done in yeah. that situation. <laughs> you are Eugene. That's why you don't like watching him. Because it echoes <laughs> what you think. No, I think anyone who's scared of someone else and they put the hand out and he put it out like he was the king as well. Yeah, yeah. You'd yeah. go, okay, I'll kiss it. I'll kiss the hand. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah. I mean, we know that he's going to cross over to Fear the Walking Dead and we know that Fear the Walking Dead is back in time slightly. He also had a line that was something like, whatever it takes. I'm pretty sure someone's dying next week. I know that for certain, but I don't know who. And I think probably yeah. Morgan yeah. somehow. Even though yeah, he's in the maybe. What, well, you think, think they're going to kill him off? He's a very popular character, Morgan, mm. especially with the comic book peeps. Mm. So that would be a big decision. Yeah. Um, although I don't well, know what happens. Okay, someone's going to die next week and it's going to be a big one. Who do you think? Yeah, I agree be? with that. Yeah. 
Um, yes, I would say that's correct. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I think it's what's her name with the uh, who's bit gunko at the moment. The woman Tara, I think it is. Tara. Yeah, Tara. Yeah. I don't know if she's big enough. I don't know if it's a big enough thing. They're they're, they're pitching it as like something whopping is going to happen mm. with confidence. But yeah, well, uh, she's well, just come I, into herself. Oh, I, I wonder. I could, maybe I could see us losing Carol and that bringing oh, the king back. Whoa, never. Oh yeah, but that would do it, Matt. You're right because you know last uh, week I was saying she didn't try well, hard enough. No, yeah. no, no. Carol's not going. Carol's too important. Carol's Carol's one of the best characters in she the show. She is a linchpin, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. Um, she's too vital. Two quick points. Number one, uh, with the drinking of the wine that Matt mentioned, real puking from the Eugene actor. I think there, there was some actual. Uh, there wasn't special effects there. If you watch it again, he did two let two did, Yeah, there was a double, wasn't there? Yeah, I thought that at the yeah. time as well. Um, yeah. And also, Michonne. Okay, <clears throat> did you buy Michonne taking so long to muse whether she should go against Rick? Uh, somebody said, "I believe in Rick Grimes," and it took her a long time. Then she yeah, got in the bin lorry. Yeah, she took her a long time to back out of that, and. Uh, it's, it just seemed weird that they're so in love and they're so dedicated to each other that it would take her that you long. You know what? Actually, you, uh, it's not that that I'm... Because no, I hadn't considered that until you just said it. But what I did find odd is that no one really seemed to be questioning where he was or asking what was going on or thinking yeah, they might have yeah. to go and do something. Yeah, do, do, do I, you want to share just, his plan with us? Or is it, well, this whole part of the the thing is just a bit weird. Like everyone's yeah. just like, mm. oh yeah, I think I think Rick's with the bin dippers. I'm not sure. Well, some of to us, be honest, some he of said us he was. Aren't sure. He gave us in. the cryptic wink and and disappeared but no because the last thing that happened and, and this is why i feel so strongly about the argument we had at the start mm. was that that kind of grand reading of messages uh, that big uh, envelope circle that was going on mm. which mm. which makes me think that uh everyone was hunky-dory and on board and mm. until um uh daryl decided to go rogue. well well as soon as you brought it up if you'll give me 20 seconds of your time. Oh. 20 seconds. Let's see well, who... We well think. done, Matt. Here we go. Uh, Ready? Sorry. Ready? I'm sorry. Here we go. This is the first time that... But they're, they're there together again, though. They're not. They've ridden off. Yeah, I know, but they're both they're working from the same hymn sheet, though. He hasn't ridden off in a kind of like, fuck you, I'm going to do my own thing. Yeah, yeah. They're both... No, he's not. I didn't, I didn't get that from that no, at all. Didn't. But he said, still he said twice, Rick said, this is not how we do it. And Daryl said, this is not how you do it. And fuck yeah. you, I'm going. So but that's, No, that was when they were talking about the explosives. That, that mm. thing fell yeah. through it, and they both saw it go up in flames, literally. So it's just about the explosives. Daryl's working on the same plan, yeah? I... I actually think that there's still a good argument made in there. <laughs> what will it take? Uh, okay. I'm uh, sorry, are we, are we back in the room now? We're back in the room. <laughs> <laughs> no, they both... Oh, God, Howell, you're right. such a dick. You're just a dick. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. It wasn't about the fireworks, was it? 
What's terrible? That, that was what the argument was about. The argument was about that those sticks of dynamite. No, it then wasn't. Then they left, and then and then Daryl came up with another way of doing. It. No, the argument was about That's you saying that it was just about the fireworks, and me saying no, he's gone to go rogue. That's what happened. Okay, I'm never no, going to no, mention that how, it again. All right, maybe maybe we're talking at cross purposes because that's not the uh, not the point I'm making. The point I'm making is that they didn't leave um, thinking to to themselves, "Oh, I'm going to go and fuck the other one over." They both left as friends, and no, was, they and, and Rick knew that Daryl was going back to Alexandria, and Daryl knew that Rick was going off to see the fucking bin dippers. And I'm saying, that's well, what I said from the start, knew. that Rick left as friends, Daryl didn't. That was my point that well, I you, made. Yeah, that's option number three. It's it not. That's option last what week. I said. And, and the only reason I keep bringing this up is that this is the crux of the uh, entire Howell, series. If what, you had said, if what you had said was true, Daryl would have never gone back to Alexandria. He would have done his own shit entirely. Okay. All right. Well, look, the point was, did Daryl ride off fucked off with Rick yes he did I, I mean look whoever's right and it's clearly me the important thing is this is the crux of this series and do you think it's next week that Rick and Daryl are going to come head to head is that where we're going to end mid-season I don't know I, I think they've got to the, the, obviously Negan's going to make a bit of a, a fight back uh, going off whatever Eugene's plan is mm. which we don't really know do we just know it involves guns mm. Um, so we just know that, and, and that's probably do, do you the not, crux of the episode. Do you not think that that moment where Eugene was sat crying and we could hear because they Negan said about his plan that's going to take an awful lot of ammo, um, and then we ha- had that scene with the just constant gunfire, not bursts of gunfire. It was like a ev- load of people stood together shooting their machine guns. That's mm. what it sounded like. Mm. So I think they've. I think they're out of it. I think they've found the way out of the zombie problem i think that's what happened at the end of that yeah, episode and that's yeah. what rick saw quite possibly because that i mean taking a step back that is certainly what you would your logic as rick would be what you've just done is given them a way of solving this problem by yeah. by invading them they can now exterminate them and they're a threat again which is why it was a stupid move i mean the the real wild card, which I did consider in this episode, was I can see a, a timeline where Eugene becomes the bad guy. Eugene becomes the person that we're, we're the enemy. I don't think it'll happen, but it's you, you have um, well. turned somebody extreme through your actions and through his logic. And he is an excellent leader in one sense, in the sense that he can... He's got incredible problem-solving abilities. He would make a great. Um, the thing that doesn't ring true. The thing that doesn't ring true to me about this whole thing is like, if this was the way for them to get out of it, then why didn't they just open the doors and, shoot and let them the anyway. zombies come in and, and yeah. do their plan? Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and also on another practical, stupid point, Rick holding her head on the floor with 12 guns pointed at him. Yeah, I know. They could have <laughs> shot him in a, in a second. Oh, we can't pull the trigger. It was like, he'll, have her, he'll have her in the face and yeah. stuff with his back, fingers tied together as well. Snapping jaw of a severed head that is stationary yeah. versus four AK-47s. And he... Yeah. And, and Andrew I know Lincoln which one I'd bet on, yeah. Higher in the, in the thing. Um, anyway, it's exciting. And Rick's futile mission is now even more futile as a result of... Daryl's actions 
and that's yeah. where we it's go the, to it, next it, week. It's going to be an intriguing finale, uh, end, end of well mid-season finale. I'll tell you where I was at, at the start of the episode. I was at a six, and I went up to a seven mm, by nice. the end of it. Nice. Yeah. Uh, how did it begin again? What was the very first thing we saw in this episode? It was uh, Rick in his uh, boxes. Bin dippers, yeah. So I was at a five still yeah. from last week. Um, went uh, went up to a, a good nine or ten. I mean, th- this feels like old Walking Dead to me. Feels great. I, yeah, I dropped down to a six with the bin dippers because, like, Hannah and I were sitting here going, if this was how the show was at the beginning, I wouldn't have made it past <laughs> series one with yeah. this type of dickheads. In Absolutely. It. But, then, but then by the end of it, yeah, I was back up to um, my steady eight. Oh, back eight. on the eight. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's all to play for. Uh, and also one more World War Two reference, because there were so many in it for me. Um, the, the, in World War Two, the sweat box was a, a regular thing. Uh, Japanese um, prison camps where someone's put in a metal box and left to sweat. And that's what happened to Rick. And uh, he he's... Uh, trying to trying to side with an alliance that that will change alliance and stuff. So there's, there's I, I felt like it was deep, rich, and layered, and I will enjoy watching that episode again when I binge them all back to back. Mm. I didn't have that sense of deep, rich, and layered, but I mean, no. I'm glad that we've got to. We're, we're going to get a good episode next week. I know that for sure, and I'm yeah, excited. Yeah, the finale is going to be good, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Good. Um, well, anyone want to nail their colours to the mask? Uh, you've got to pick someone who's going to die. Are you going for... Uh, I'm going for Tara. Going for Tara. Um, and potentially Morgan. Will, but um, He might just pull the gun on himself at some point. Yeah. I'm going to go for... Michonne. Michonne. Oh, you are joking. <laughs> I'm going to go for Daryl. Oh, Howell, get out of the room. That's just silly. Because if if I am right, this will be an even better clip to play back for you. (laughs) With this bit edited out. (laughs) It's definitely Daryl. It's definitely Daryl. How does it feel feel to know that the thing that the listeners hate most about the podcast is you? (laughs) (laughs) Well, being as we're the only three listeners, I'm not surprised. Um... Morgan, no. though. Morgan, seriously, no. Morgan uh, is going to be Morgan. That's Actually, Morgan. Mo- I mean, Morgan's probably the most logical shout. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he is. Right. Um, did either of you go and watch Morgan's interview on The Talking Dead? I didn't. You know what? I might do that now. <laughs> You've got to do it. Just do it. Yeah. It's just beautiful. Last bit, 10 yeah. minutes. Last 10 minutes. Can I just ask quickly uh, what, what else you guys are watching? Just out of interest. I've just uh, watched every episode of The Good Place and enjoying it completely. And I've finally persuaded Sarah to watch The Gilmore Girls and she is beaten into submission. Yes. What's The Good Place? It's a uh, Ted Danson. Yeah. I, w- I really was annoyed by it two episodes in and thought this is shit. It's brilliant. Yeah. I didn't hear what it was. You both it's spoke at the same time. What is it? Ted Danson. It's comedy about... Um, Coming about, about the afterlife. Yeah, Tristan um, Bell, okay. the afterlife. It's written by the guy Michael Schur, who did um, Brooklyn Nine Nine and uh, Parks oh, right. and Rec. And also, Alan oh. Yang is a consulting producer on it. I think is it Alan Yang from um, uh, Master of None. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's really uh, and the more like with a lot of these silly half-hour comedies, the more they get into it, just the more you adore it. It just gets better and better. Uh, yeah. But it but it totally left me cold the first couple of episodes. Really annoying. Did I mention it's always sunny in Philadelphia already? 
Yeah, I think that's yeah. I think that's probably the number one thing that we've had mentioned to us most. You of know what? We watched. we've definitely got to do that. Yeah. We've got to have do you that. Watched it? Once, mm. you know, I've watched, watched a couple of episodes, Me but too. I'd like oh, to man. give it another crack. Yeah, I've been revisiting that. I'm like I'm looking at series two and series three. Fuck me, it's good. It's really really good. Um, is it still going? I, I, I yeah. don't know. I don't yeah, know. yeah, I think so. But um, I watched. Um, the first episode of the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Have you heard of that? No, no. that's really interesting. Right. I would, uh, I would, uh, I'd be interested to hear what you thought about that. Right. Wow. Okay. Oh, also, and, what, I finished, and I finished the Punisher, which, by the way, is by far the best Marvel series there's been. Okay. It is brilliant. I'll do that. I'll it's do really that. good. I'll do that. I've also watched. Uh, I'm watching Wanted, which is an Australian box set about two women who go on the run. A bit of Thelma and Louise. That's quite good on Netflix. Mm. Um, there's a few on Netflix I'm dipping into. There's that new one that's like um, the other Margaret Atwood one. There. Oh yeah, I've started that one. Um, <laughs> what's it called? I know what one you mean anyway. Margaret Atwood is not a fan of sex. She has a bad relationship with sex. The women in her pit. Oh my god! I don't think me. she likes men that much. Uh, I, I would. I would side with that opinion. Uh, but then she's probably got a point in reality. Yeah. But also, that she is, yeah. um, good. All right. Well, as usual, you can email us studio at theboxsetpod.com. Matt is now going to set up a number of fake email addresses. Just decide with himself. Studio at theboxsetpod.com. Not just myself, Howell. Jamie as well. Let's just remember that. Yeah. Um, and that is it. And we'll see you next week for the season finale. And we'll make that the last pod before Christmas and give us all a nice nice break, shall we? As well. Thank you. Mm, yummy. Lovely. Dear. Thank you, everybody. And thank you both for your apologies. Oh. Cancel. Click cancel. Shove it. Shove it. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.